You're listening to All Things Azeroth, episode 745, And welcome back to All Things Azeroth, your World of Warcraft podcast. I'm your host, Medros, and with me, I have Van. How you doing there, Van? Good, thanks. That's good to hear. Uh, for anybody who isn't in our Discord, um, who's listening on download, um, you may hear so, some whining or some um, yowling in the background. Got a new dog recently. Um, it's a husky. If you know huskies, you will recognize those noises. Um, if you if you don't have a husky or you don't know what husky is, um, you'll you'll understand what the noises are. I'm sure during the show because uh, he will probably want to get my attention at some point. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, so uh, let's start off with our usual week month um, time in WoW. How, how let's, let's start with that. Um, <laughs> how how have how much have you played WoW lately, uh, and what you've been doing when you've been WoW? Yeah, so funny enough, I actually unsubbed um, the end of August and resubbed uh, first couple weeks this month. Um, haven't played much since I resubbed. Kind of waited for. So I ended up finding a new guild uh, that needed a tank, and at the end of August, they ended up kind of deciding to take the remainder of season four off. So took a break with that and decided just to jump on and see kind of what I'd be interested in playing. But I actually, yeah, I haven't, I don't think I've logged in in about a week or a week and a half either. So basically my playtime in the last couple months is trying to determine what I feel like playing in uh, Dragonflight. Yeah. Um, a friend of mine that I, uh, those who, who have been to BlizzCon with me know Robert. I uh, also know Sorota Torn. Uh, he actually pointed out that he had uh, he had unsubbed as well himself. Um, he went to resub recently, as it was uh, as he put it the cheapest form of entertainment he had available to him, uh, which I can definitely understand. Um, and uh, he said he, he had he noticed I hadn't played in ten months. Um, that is probably very accurate. I will say uh, it has been a very long time uh, since I've been playing any amount regularly. I, I think I had used a, a couple of one month game times in there just to kind of dip my toes and see if I was feeling it yet. Um, as I mentioned in the last episode, wasn't really feeling it. Um, I had played, been playing the Dragonflight Alpha, then the beta a little bit here and there as well, um, just to kind of see how things felt uh, for the new expansion. Um, those who are fans of the show and have been listening since you know early days will know I'm a huge fan of the Dragon lore. Um, I love lore, lore of the Dragons. Um, it is some of the best content I feel like Blizzard has made, uh, story-wise. Um, and there's a reason why I feel like they keep going back to these beasts so often for their content. Um, so it was definitely, for me, uh, very much a... Um, uh, this looks really cool. Is it really cool? Kind of situation for me. Um, I wanted to make sure that this felt as good as it sounded and looked uh, in the announcement. Um, and we'll kind of get more into my impressions of what I've seen there um, a little bit later in the show. Um, but I did recently uh, resubscribe 
Um, I think I mentioned this also in the last uh, episode we did, or that I did. Um, Blizzard was kind enough to give me uh, a epic version of the Northrend pack for Wrath Classic. Uh, and then they also gave to me an epic um, Dragonflight key. Uh, so, uh, thankfully, uh, those both came with months of game time, uh, one month each. Uh, so that allowed me to, to log in. Um, on Classic, uh, it allowed me the ability to create a Death Knight and level that up, which gave me a Frost Brood Mount, um, which Dragon Mounts are always pretty cool. Uh, I still remember the first Dragon Mount got back in Burning Crusade. That was so much fun. Uh, the, the Netherwing Dragon Mounts were, were top tier right there. Um, but it was, uh, uh, it was interesting getting back in. Um, kind of the reason that I was wanting to get back in when I did, uh, was I wanted to get some of my alts up. Um, Shadowlands, there's a lot of things in Shadowlands that drained me. Um, not only everything that was happening with Blizzard at the time, uh, which is its whole crap fest in itself. Um, the whole lawsuit and all the, all the stuff that was going on there. Um, but the expansion wasn't alt-friendly. And part of that was the utter lack of shared stuff across your alts. Um, flying, I, I feel like, was probably the only thing that was shared other than once you had unlocked the story on your main, going back on alts would give you uh, the option for the Threads of Fate. Um, that was pretty much the only thing that that was there. Um, and that made it really hard because progress made for my main in, in Kyrian wasn't shared by other Kyrian alts. That frustrated me. Um, progress made in other aspects of the game wasn't shared across alts. Um, and that makes it a lot less fun to play. And it also makes it a lot less engaging from my perspective when I'm saying, okay, what do I want to do with my time? Do I want to play a game that I have paid for and for, have free on my computer? Or do I want to pay a subscription fee for WoW? Uh, and sometimes the answer in some cases, and in many cases, in fact, uh, was, I don't know that I feel like it. So there was definitely a lot of consternation for me uh, when it came to the question of playing or not playing. Um, I feel a lot of people are having the same issue, and I feel like I've heard that they're learning their lesson and Dragonflight is supposed to be more alt-friendly. Because so, I feel like right now they rely on catch-up from your main, like being able to send yourself a token to hit 60 renown, stuff yep, like that. But absolutely. That, yep. That's, I feel like that came too little too late. Um, I, I will be, I'll give it a frank and honest opinion on Blizzard and everything they've done, let's say in the last year. Because a year ago was after the lawsuit. Right. And they were facing a reckoning. Yeah. A hard Absolutely. core reckoning. It, it, they realized and had to, I feel, change a lot of their plans. Yeah. 
to account for the fact that they had spent a lot of time in a decade plus of this game saying, oh, you want something else? Pat, pat on the head. It's okay. Yeah. We know better. It, and and that's their, yeah, 100%. They, that was their mentality. They, their, their players told them where they could jump at, to be yeah. honest. And, and they, they've done a much better job with Dragonflight so far. Well, I kind of want to talk more right now about Shadowlands and, and yeah. the adjustment they had to make in their focus and their thinking and the fact that they were willing to admit that they had to, which in itself is pretty damn impressive for me. Like, yeah. you, you haven't been playing very long comparatively. So right. let, let the old man in the room... <laughs> say as somebody who's been playing this game for a very long time Blizzard talked down to their players a lot they needed on every possible level the fan service that the last patch did for Shadowlands I don't think they would have a hope in hell of seeing good numbers out of Dragonflight if Shadowlands hadn't been capped off, so to speak, with a, okay, we effed up, we've ignored you, we're sorry, here's our yeah. gift to you. See, and I, I, so yes, you've been playing longer, but I also have more experience at the competitive yes. higher end. And so I would say 100% you are correct because they've got the corner on Raid. They've got the corner on Mythic Plus, right? Mm -hmm. One of the Race to World first guild leaders has numerous times said, like, raiding is goaded. It'll never get beaten. Like, they've just, they've got their content. But yeah, their mentality of we know better was ruining it from what it could from from its own potential yes um people will only take we know better so long as you prove you know better yeah and as the game went on and as people got frustrated with it was never everybody's frustrated with x nobody likes x it was this group doesn't like X. This group doesn't right. like Y. This group doesn't like Z. This group doesn't like P, M, N, O. It was little chunks. Yeah. So it was it was it was hard to argue with them when they would say, "Well, look, you you can't speak for everybody." Because no, we can't speak for everybody. However, we can tell you, as players, that your choices and what you're doing isn't gonna go well for you right you can ignore us yeah and they did for a very long time thinking they knew better but and i mean and there's so many in like it's not like you can even claim well it, it's a it's a single incident you know it's not a, no they have a track record of it there are a yeah. large number of things that they were told this is going to fall on its face this is a terrible idea but they went ahead and did it anyways and it did. It just terrible. Yeah, yeah. Um, and like, there's stuff being said from people 
um, working inside of Blizzard, um, who um, basically said, like, yeah, the, the people in Blizzard didn't care what the players think. They always thought they'd do better. No matter how, what we brought to them, they didn't care. Have they said the mentality does seem to be changing internally as well, or is it only externally? Because I, uh, I think we can agree that it is slowly changing externally. They are much more open to feedback, and they are making drastic changes to improve the quality of life of different groups. Yeah, but I'm uh, curious whether that penetrates the entire organization. or Towards just... the end of the expansion, um, their internal dialogue sub-management level so excluding the people who are still making mistakes right um the 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 communication we're hearing and and people who have talked who are or are able to talk from internal sources even even you know uh, uh unofficially and, uh, and anonymously it does seem like those who can make decisions are making the decisions in the right way for the right reasons and the results of the player base coming back in droves shows that um mm -hmm. you're seeing retail servers that are at full max capacity on a somewhat regular basis where a year ago you can't deny they would have been considering merging servers oh, that they were did. dying and they did didn't they 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 about a year and a half two years ago even they did start merging servers because of exactly that. I can't remember. I believe there were, I recall in my time, at least, and I've only been playing since Third of Legion, mm -hmm. but I recall seeing three or four merges done because dead servers. Um, but it was even worse. Yeah. Recently. Like the, the, for sure. The, the exodus of players after the lawsuit, uh, and all the stuff that was coming out around that, uh, was incredibly, detrimental to their their yeah. like they changed how they reported their player base numbers because of that right because they couldn't report how low it was how low it was right uh without hitting without being significantly penalized in the market in the stock markets yeah uh, at least i feel that way they didn't say that's why they were doing it uh they it put out some bs yeah. about that's is just, just a more uh a fair at, and, and you know, uh, reasonable Meaningful, way of doing it, yeah. blah blah blah, and yeah. corporate speak for, you know, yeah. we we need to find another reason why this is happening, not the actual real reason. Yeah, we got to save our asses. But like, people are playing the game. Um, I I've logged into characters trying to clean up some of the old, uh, you know, ten twelve year old uh, characters that are on my account for some reason. Um, and like I'm having to wait in queue for some servers, so that's a yeah. good thing for them. Um, I, I think that they they are seeing results from that, and that is directly impacting their decision making when it comes to Dragonflight. Um, I, I feel like the split free patch will also help that. It makes it easier to come back. I think. Yeah. Like for for our situations, for example, you know. And I don't think Dragonflight's ready to be released on, I guess, tomorrow. Well, okay. Um, uh, I think they want to give us, like, let's actually talk about the pre-patch in just a minute here. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, for me, like for me right now, what I'm doing in game, uh, since they have the Winds of Wisdom buff right now, which is doubling your right. XP, uh, I am basically playing alts. Um, every miner of mine is in Bastion because I found that's the highest concentration of mining nodes. Um, and my clothies are all basically just trying to hit every easy to do for a clothy world quest that they can get um, right. as their method of leveling. And um, between all of my alts, like when I first came back, what I did was I just focused on my hunter because it was the, the character that I would have partially leveled uh, right before I finished, uh, you know, before I stopped playing for a single period of time. And I just wanted to finish that one, get my hunter up, uh, got my hunter to 60, awesome sauce, perfect, done, all that good stuff. Now, since then, I've gotten um, my one miner up to 56, another one up to 55, uh, three others up to 53, and one up to 52. Um, I'll give you I'll give you a chance to guess how many of those five are paladins. Three. <laughs> Four. Yeah. Sure. Uh, two two Lightforge Paladins, a... Uh, it's my Draenei Paladin, and my... Um, my Torn Paladin, and a Monk. Uh, Pandaren Monk. But yes, lots of Paladins. Shocking, mm -hmm. I know. It's almost like I like Paladins or something. Um, but... My warlock is is the lowest right now. That's fifty one. My priest is fifty three, um, and yeah, I've just been kind of working on those. Uh, when I hit rested XP uh, cap on one, uh, I'll go to another one. Um, that's the good thing about having somebody else is I can just like, yeah. okay, so you I've done a I've done a level of mining on this character uh, for an hour. Uh, let's pop over to the other one, do a bit, do some mining over there, pop over another one. And then while I'm doing that, I'm also looking at the world quest as they refresh every hour to see like, okay, so uh, that one's got some tailoring. So let's uh, set our both our two tailors over to do that world quest. And um, I, I think that the only two that I am concerned might not hit, um, might not hit 60 before the buff is up is the two clothies. Um, unless tomorrow is when that buff ends. And I have some theories on that that we'll get done to in just a minute. Um, so, uh, but before we go on to the news, um, at this point, I don't feel like the frequency of the show is where I can put ads in. Um, but, uh, if you go to the, the website and you want to support the show, um, our ad, our, our official advertising affiliates are there, and we'd love to have your support if you'd like to give it. Um, not going to take your time up with too much of that. Also, our Patreon, if you have been supporting this entire time, uh, even while we weren't doing shows as regularly as we'd like to, um, you have my undying support. Um, it has helped me immensely uh, keep the sites running and so on, and you're awesome. Um, if you would like to join or increase Patreon, or, or rejoin Patreon. That's also on the site. Check that out. All right, into the news. Uh, so, since the last episode, uh, we've had some announcements. Uh, first off, the expansion is coming on November 28th. This was kind of expected by most players, uh, based on 
leaked information and, and timetables that were expected. Uh, November 20th was kind of the expected date unless some major, major issues were found. Um, and uh, Sean, you can confirm for me. I'm pretty sure that's right after or right before Black Friday or Thanksgiving, right? It's, it's right after. Is it? Is that correct? I'm thinking it is because I don't think there's a Thursday after that. So I think it's a Tuesday right after Thanksgiving. Um, makes sense. Um, I don't think they would want to have it released before Thanksgiving because everybody can go to town and they can kind of convince people to try and come back and make sure everything's running well before for the for the thing. Maybe they'll let people off early that the week before, like give them the week before off instead of the week after Thanksgiving off. Um, See, see, Van, this, this is the, the, the joy of trying to schedule things around America. Um, yes. and, and I know this very well because of my working in call centers that deal with Americans. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it does not matter if uh, if you know, Canada Day is on a, a Tuesday, uh, America is still open. <laughs> and they don't really need you on the 4th, even though you're not going to get paid for it. Yep. That's the that's the joy of being Canadian and working with Americans. <laughs> Not that I don't like Americans. You guys are a lot of you are many, very fine folks. But, but, but anyways, um, yeah. So yeah, the 20, Monday the twenty eighth. So it's it's I think it's right after Thanksgiving. Um, so they'll probably give their people you know the week off before. You know Monday morning you need to be here. We are launching this expansion. Be here. <laughs> if you're not here. We got problems. <laughs> um, but uh, I'm excited for that. Uh, it gives us a month before Christmas. Um, some good time to get everything ready and exactly where we'd want it to be uh, for players. Uh, did, they, did they release the raid schedule yet? I don't remember if they did. They have, and that's my one issue, I think, with the release date being where it is. Okay. Because... The so the expansion launches the twenty eighth. The raid releases two weeks later on the twelfth. So then you've got a week and a half before Christmas. Yes. That's not the best case scenario. Okay. So because the race to world first usually goes for about a week and a half ish, sometimes two resets. Yeah, sometimes. It, it, so, I mean, you're getting fairly close, and I mean, and it might not matter, but, and I think, I feel like Shadowlands or or possibly BFA was very similar with the December raid launch. The one interesting thing is that they're skipping Heroic Week, so they're, they're changing the entire uh, way that the raid launches, which I find very interesting, and I feel like that goes back to the listening to feedback um, that we talked about. But it's just worth noting that that will be interesting for the vast majority of the public. It's or the player base. It's not going to matter. Um, but if you're interested, I mean, even me, I just watched the race to world first. That's rather interesting that the time is what it is. I mean, how how it kind of sucks for the world first raiders where if it goes long, like you're missing your Christmas. If it goes to the second reset, you're missing your Christmas, right? Which is well, I mean. I mean, I don't know if I can recall a race to world first that took that long. Uh, um, I feel like the last one went 
like two resets is, is semi normal okay. um, or close to two resets. Yeah, so if they release okay, they, they need to give you time to get leveled up. That that's the first thing. Like Yeah, and, and that's exactly it, right? Two weeks, I feel like that's satisfactory. So okay, so here's my question for you. As a raider, um and, and I like you're you've never done race world first, right? Correct. How would you feel if they said, Okay, if race to world first isn't completed by the twenty third of December we're pausing it until the 27th. Like, raids... Dragonflight raids close 23rd at noon Pacific time, and we open it the 27th at noon. It's interesting. It's an interesting concept. I feel like the momentum is gone, and that might be a little bit hard to regain. I feel like some guilds might take advantage of that to do more testing, but or not necessarily testing, but calculations and team meetings and stuff like that true so i don't think you'd quite get what you're after but well, it is that, actually but then it's on your fairly, guild it's on your yes. guild not on blizzard yeah. absolutely but that is a fairly interesting concept i don't know how i would feel about that i mean i, I want to be clear i don't believe it actually happened no but it is it, it's an interesting uh yeah it's interesting for sure like that's what i'd be like no they should like Put a pause on the raids if it's not if race world force is still ongoing. Yeah. If you don't have at least you know five guilds done by by the by the twenty third, you know okay we're gonna raids at this point are paused. Um, feel free to come back and raid on the twenty seventh. That gets you Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, and Boxing Day for Canada. Right. And gives everybody a forced break. Yeah. And then, yeah, if your guild says, I don't care if they're giving us a break, you'll be here, we're going to be figuring this out, we're planning, we're doing all this stuff, then you have to say, is that the group for me? That doesn't respect my family and my time and my holidays and my Christmas. Um, So here, just for for reference, and I feel like Sepulchre is not the raid to base it off of, but Sepulchre, Sepulchre Mythic release on March 8th, Methods, or sorry, Echo's first kill was March 26th. That is two and a half weeks. Okay. Is how long it took. I think that's a little bit longer than the last. Um, so it's not uncommon for it to go to two resets. So it, it is more likely to happen when it's yeah. the first Raven expansion. Then it'll yes. go long. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because I, I agree. You're you losing know, so much power. You don't, you don't, you lose power. You don't have the gearing that you would normally have going into yeah. a raid, um, and everything's releasing on the same day. You yeah. probably need to do some normal and heroic to get, and mythic dungeons to get your gearing up to the point where you can actually and, take on this raid. And I think, and this is kind of alluding to another change with the Dragonflight expansion, with the raid changing to release all difficulties at once. So typically, um, Normal and Heroic will release one week and then Mythic the following week. Yeah. That is no longer happening. All yeah, because they, they, it was used to use make those yeah. who do Normal do Normal, those who can do Heroic do Heroic yeah. to gear up for the Mythic hit. It, yeah. And that took, and I think Sepulchre was a good example. Um, Liquid 
for example, this last race, they threw in the towel, essentially. Mm. They called in. They said, we are burnt out. We're done. We can't do this anymore. Because those entire two weeks, you say, yeah, okay, you got to get your character leveled up, geared up, blah, blah, blah. But what they were doing is they're gearing up, and then they're running non-stop doing everything that they can and keep in mind we do with one character they're doing it with four or five because the last two tiers you had domination sockets and now you had tier so you need to have multiple characters um there's one for example i think he's uh i think he had paladins and he's done it with shamans as well they will make four or five of the same character they will gear them best they can for mythic and for heroic and normal and then they will do what's called the split run which is right they 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 stack the same armor type and try and get it all funneled into these characters but they have to do that with four or five characters to see which one gets these random drops because those are so heavily weighted for borrowed power that that's their best chance of of getting ahead is having four or five of the same character and seeing which ones get it yeah. So I think this will this will help alleviate that burnout because you don't have that same preparation time, right? You're you're going straight into mythic. You're gonna have to take the time to do the normal and heroic clears to get the gear for it, and and you know the the mythic plus runs and stuff like that. But it's not a week of doing nothing but that, right? You also want to get into mythic, so I, it it'll be interesting to see how it changes. For sure, um, and every expansion is different. Yeah. So. Um... Yeah, so that's kind of what we're looking at in late November. Let's kind of zoom, rewind it back to a bit closer to what we're, we're going through now. Tomorrow. Um, <laughs> tomorrow, yes. Uh, tomorrow is pre-patch. So, phase one. Pre-patch phase one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so yeah, uh, that, that'd be phase one. Um, so they have the pre-patch that goes live tomorrow. Uh, that is... How can I, how can I put this? Um, ever, ever see the, the image of the, the ripple in the pond? When you drop, drop one drop of water in the pond and yep. ripple out? They're dropping the, the, the drop into the pond, and tomorrow is the first impact of that drop. Yeah. Uh, so... To kind of go through what we're getting in this uh, in this start that we have, so the talent system revamp. That's the name of this title of the show. Talent pop clips. For those who played in the early days, we're getting a little closer to that. So we've had rows, and you can choose one of the things in a row, and then next thing, next row, and you choose one thing in that row. Uh, it is going to get complicated, folks. Um, yep. Have you seen... Have you, have you played with the talent calculators, Ben? Uh, not with the calculators. I did uh, after Thanksgiving there, and I gave it some thought. I ended up jumping on the beta because I also had it. So okay. I, I look, took a look at it there. I took a look at the class discords that I've been contemplating possibly playing and took a look at their talent tree situation as well. So, so, yeah, familiar. The I can't even put into words the depth to these trees. That's yeah, 
Like no, it's it is it is going from a a system of pre-builts. You had maybe two options for your class. Yeah, like it, it, you had ABC was, ABC for each yeah. each, and each was, thing, and there was what t eight nine I think eight yeah eight, yeah eight options. Eight options. There, really, there was some depth to it because it could very well change the play style of your class. Absolutely. Uh, there's but, absolutely some some things I'm like, yeah. This may not be the best thing for my class, but I I need this talent. Like there's one yeah. for paladins uh, that gives you two charges for your divine steed. Yeah. That ability, having two of those, to flee if I yeah. am over my head, is critical for yeah. me. Uh, I I would not have that. I, I would not choose anything else. Now, but that also that also highlights the problem with the current talent tree system. Yes, because ninety, maybe I shouldn't say ninety because there's only so many. But I would venture to say a third of every class, every class's current talent tree is useless and will never, in any situation, ever be taken. Uh, yes. Uh... If you go through the icy veins guides, um, in most in most trees that they have, uh, there is at least one item on each line for every yeah. spec yeah. that says, "Don't pick this ever." Yeah, and there's and there's quite a few who have two that you never yeah. pick. Um, so this, <laughs> yeah. So we're going from ABC to eh, pick what you want. And it's very interesting. It's going to be very interesting going into this as yes. a, a 60, yeah. a level 60 player. Yeah. Can you imagine going into this from a, as a level one? That'd be such a different experience because yep. what's going to help you at one is going to be different than what's going to help you at 60. Yeah. You're going to have very different, well, not even just that, but even, even as you level up, yeah. you know, you're going to pick it based on priority of what is, what can I reach right now? Like, so for example, let's say you hit level 10. So then, if I'm understanding correctly, you'd have around five points. So let's say you've got something that's so good, but it needs six. Yeah. So you're not going to bother going down the path to get there because you can't reach it. And maybe there's something on the path that there's just not worth it. But you could go another way to get something that's better than the other alternative right now. Yeah. So I, I... you've got more of a complex, ever-changing option tree. Yeah, and that's the key. I, I I think this this method and this way they're doing it um, invalidates completely the idea of set it and forget it. If you're leveling um, up, you can't just oh I, I I like I like this. It's good. I'll leave it like that, and we'll just add yeah. a few points here and there at the end. Yeah. As you're leveling, I would say every ten or so levels, you probably need to reevaluate where Absolutely. your talents are. Yeah. Um, do you now have access to something with extra points that wasn't available to you before, but now you can get to and is going to change your game? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I agree. You can have you. You'll have much more throughout the leveling experience. You'll have much more class-defining changes much more often. But you and I were both going into this at sixty on yeah. a lot of our characters, and it's not going to be as as. Uh, fluid as it would be like I'm not gonna sit at Actually, 65 gonna be changing my talents probably not at 65 not not from leveling from 60 to but 70 but when you get to 70 maybe um 
when you get to 70, you will have drastic changes. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily say drastic. There are... The, the pre-patch situation is in the, from the high play style mentality mm. is nothing like 70 because you've got conduits, you've got legendaries, you've got covenants. Those are all interacting and there's a lot of bugs yeah. um, between the interactions. You know, legendaries aren't interacting correctly with talents or talents with con. It's, it's a mess, which you can't expect them to possibly be able to balance everything around. Like, there's so much board power that's going to be going away. I feel like this pre-patch, they're basically just throwing it at the wall and saying, have fun. We're not dealing with this. We'll deal with it in Dragonflight when everything's gone. Yeah. And we'll have balance well, there. Which is uh, they've already said they're tuning a lot of stuff down. Yeah. yeah. So that uh, even if you have a terrible so setup, you're probably going to survive pretty well. Yeah. Until exactly. the expansion hits. Yeah. Um, which is good. I mean... So the the one benefit of the talent system as it is, is the starter pack. Is there is an option, if you don't know what to choose, to just yeah. assign all your points as it thinks is best for you. Right. And that can give you an experience of, okay, there's kind of stuff I want differently, but this is a good, yeah. it's a good starting yeah. template. And I think yeah. that's going to be key for a lot of players. I think that's definitely a good help because, I mean, it's just overwhelming for somebody like even for myself i have never played with the old talent system i vaguely recall it but i well you have not, it's just been not, a very long time exactly right and and not at the the degree of yeah. really getting ingrained in it so like right now like that is overwhelming trying to think of all the interactions and you'll still have the same thing so if you don't want to put that amount of thought into it you can go to your class discord or your wowhead guide or icy veins or what have you yeah. find the build plug it in boom good there are going to be i don't necessarily know that i agree with the there will be less set it and forget it once you're at max level there are presets available which i think are necessary because i can't imagine being a raider and a key runner I can't imagine every time I wanted to go to a different form of content or a different dungeon based on the different types of mobs and stuff like that. I can't imagine having to redo my tree from scratch by myself because mm -hmm. that just gets tedious. There's so many points and your memory, I mean, no thank you. So I think you'll still have some of that, Where, but now instead of having, oh, I got to swap these two talents and I'm good, it'll be, you'll still set and forget it in the sense of, oh, I just got to load this preset your pathing is going to be wildly different. So you'll still have set and forget it, but you'll have very big changes, which I think is much appreciated by most people. Absolutely. Um, like I said, huge changes for, for the player base and how they do things. Um, yeah. This is going to be pretty big, uh, but they're, 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 I think they're doing a lot of things right to make yes. it less painful. I agree. And I think they're basing it off of player feedback. Because yep. one of the big complaints is, what is the point of the talent system right now? Sure, okay, I get extra abilities as I level up. But it's so redundant and there's no thought that goes into it. So, like, it's not adding any depth to the game. All it's doing is adding frustration. If I forget to swap a talent before I get to the boss, and now I've got to 
hearth or use a tome or whatever. And I mean, like it, it didn't, didn't add any thought for me or any um, immersion into the game. It was just a system that they had. Yeah, I mean, it, it's definitely, um, it's definitely gonna be very interesting. And, and I mean, the changes that they've made, like you can change talents anywhere, uh, yes. except I think, well, in combat, I think is the only. Okay, yeah, I didn't look into that much, but that's also a, a very nice change. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's just, it's it's very good. Um, it's just better. Yeah, I agree. It's just better all around. I would say, like, there's nothing inherently worse about the system. Yeah, it's just, I think it's a really, really awesome set of changes. And I'm, I'm really excited to see how this works. And we have, you know, we have a month to, to see, to see how it looks and see how it feels. And see if, if this is something that's going to work for for us. And, and I feel like there's a decent chance they're actually going to listen to feedback. Um, yeah. And it feels like it's been a long time since... I could say that, and it feels like I, I still say that. Like, even going through the Demon Hunter disc class Discord, um, I came across, like, a here's a bug list, and it was fairly extensive, but they were vastly cut off. Yeah. Like, they were, they were strike through because they're getting fixed. They're listening. And I think bringing it in early to get more testing done with the interactions and stuff and the builds people go with is very good. Because I know most classes have some that are like, well, these two should be swapped because it just doesn't make sense the order that they're in. But if you swap them, then it's good. It makes sense. So I think there's going to be a lot of feedback on that as well once it's in the entire player base's uh, usage, I suppose. Yeah. Um, so let's, let's talk about some of the other stuff coming uh, in the pre in the phase one of the pre-patch. Um, the UI change. Um, man, that's explosive. Yes. I've got to say. I um, hope that this is step one, but it is a massive step. Like, there are so many add-ons you don't yeah. need anymore because nearly um, everything can be moved to where you want it to be. I wouldn't, so I mean... I guess to, I, I mostly use Weekor's LVUI and a bag add-on that I believe I actually got from you. I believe Arc. the bag add-on, yeah, or I believe that can be not used anymore. Am I correct? Um, Slightly. It doesn't have the customization of the... I will um, still use Arc because I like having certain things in certain places in yeah. my bag. Yeah. I like to have separation. Yeah, uh, As long as it still works like that in, in Dragonflight. I'll still use Arc um, yeah. in the beta and the alpha. Well, in the beta, because this this actually wasn't the the merged bag wasn't there in the alpha. Uh, I mm. did really appreciate the ability to see everything in one bag, um, right. but like not being able to sort it. Like Arc inventory allows you basically to like split. Okay, in this section right here, and it actually def definitively splits it. It doesn't just yeah. show all icons next to each other. It actually almost looks like a bag, like a UI-based uh, UI bag yeah. in one section. It, it, that it, part it's was bags very within nice. bags, basically. Exactly. Um, yeah. So I can have, 
you know, my main section, and next to that's my potions, and next to that's my yeah. food, next to that's exactly. my quest items, and then above that, we have my soulbound stuff, and then above that, we have yeah. my junk, and then above that, we have my pets and toys, and I know, like, playing the beta, yeah. like, the, 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 the eyebrow twitching of, like, why, Where is why, why is my, why is that toy in with everything else? It should be the top. Yeah. Uh, and, and, like, it's just, like, no, this, this is not how it's supposed to be. Please fix yeah. it. I want it to work properly. <laughs> um, so but that's it's like exactly that. what it's supposed to do. Yeah. So stuff like that, I can see still you being used. Yeah, LVY, like, I think, is the main one that some people might get away from. Yeah, like move, any, move, like move anything is an add-on yeah. that a lot of people used because yeah. they, they want to move stuff they couldn't move. They don't need yeah. that anymore. You can move anything. Like, that well, is the I believe UI. it's... I believe it's the target cast bar is not movable, which, funny enough, is probably almost one of the most important combat-related things to move. Because, like, I need that thing visible beyond anything else so I know when to interrupt yeah. or not. I, I, I so, really feel like they are going to make uh, tweaks to that as they need to. Yeah. Um, they have throughout the entire, like the original alpha version of that. Um, you couldn't move your player frame. You couldn't move the target frame. Mm. You couldn't move the focus frame. Um, you can move your so they've already, they've yeah. already re oh, reiterated. Yeah. I've seen probably five ways. different iterations of the, of that feature in beta and alpha. Um, and really they will hope continue then, to tweak it. I really hope then that they look to some of the add-ons like this seems to be more like the move anything add-on that you're talking about yeah. just being able to move things lvy is nice in the sense of it actually changes the way it looks as well yeah so for example you know my the the default ui's character uh you know your character and your targets frame has the picture and the circle and the little bars whereas lvy i can change that into a rectangle and it's just yeah. a sliding scale, right? Stuff like that is also very nice. It's just easier to take it, like see it out of the corner of your eye. Okay, I know where my health is at. Yeah. So some stuff like that, changing the actual look of it is also very important. And I will never get rid of LVUI until the default UI can do that. Yeah, and, and there will be add-ons people still use, even if it's yeah. more in more limited fashion. And the makers of those UIs need to realize that people will not use your add-on for every single little it's thing. Yeah, exactly. Um, they will use it as they need it, and yeah. that's fine. But it's definitely, I mean, there's no way. Apparently, actually, I shouldn't say that. There are some people who apparently really love the default UI the way it was and are upset about this change. So I guess I can't say nobody's upset about it. Well, but I, I mean, I guess everybody has memory. a right to be a psychotic person. Yeah, right. And um, I accept their psychoticness, I guess. Yep. I mean, I, I don't understand. Yeah, I, I don't get the argument either, but apparently some people are not happy about it. I well, To each their own. They want their dragons back. That's all I've heard. Do you, do you <laughs> want to know something that I know a lot of people are happy for? What's that? Torin rogues. Interesting. Torin are not don't... a species you would imagine seeing being yeah. very stealthy. I'll be I, I, I still don't get that. They got hooves, man. They're not quiet. They're not stealthy. They're big. They got horns. It just means that they are even better stealthy. It just... I don't know. 
Maybe they're stealthy because they can just make themselves look like a cow or something. So I don't they know. see something and they just go down on all four. I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know, but like, I will be honest. Like the first from launch, the first thing I heard people wanting was torn rogues because there's a there yeah. was a joke early on about torn rogues. Uh, ever seen a torn rogue? Of course you haven't. I mean, look at these things. You can't sneak into anything with these clacking things clacking around. Yep. Like it's the logic of it. It's a big cow trying to be sneaky. Yeah. But everybody, it is every race can be a rogue in mage as well, one. right? Priest, as well as rogue, and mage. Yeah. Um, it's, I mean, it's a nice. I think that's a nice change. Um, Honestly, the only thing that only thing that never made sense to me as a priest was yeah. an undead. Because yeah. you're well, undead, why are you channeling the light to hurt yourself? Yeah, and I mean, and I guess that's part of it too, right? It, it's nice to open it up for people to be able to play what they want. And I feel like those classes have been around long enough that you can kind of drop the immersion that comes with it. Yeah, I would. I think probably the one that I would like to see more than anything would be Demon Hunters being opened up because being limited to the two class, to the two uh, races, sorry, is... I understand where the immersion comes from and the lore yeah. behind it, yeah. but it is annoying as all hell. Well, uh, you'll note that there's no Pandaren Death Knights. Yeah. Also, that, that... also lore-related, though. Yes, it's very much the 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 source of the Illidari, the the demon hunters. Yes, is yes. why would you have a human Illidari? Yeah. And I mean, and I'm not even saying open it up to everybody, but open it up to a couple. Yeah, just allow us to pick more than blood elf or night elf. I like, understand. Um, when you get but... to the level of content that I'm doing, sometimes races are nice to have. Like, it just is nice. <laughs> I, I understand. Um, I do also, though, understand where they're coming from in that yeah. um, it just doesn't fit the the theme for the class. Um, right. As but nice like as it would be said, to have a, a, an orc or a human, you know, how do yeah. you make them that without changing... Or retconning the entire basis of them. Now I mean, they could do they could do an update that, oh, uh, Illidan came back from Argus and now he's making please, more death please or demon hunter story. Illidan coming back. End of story. Give me an expansion. <laughs> I am happy as hell. But I mean, they did the same with DKs, right? So, they... so the, here's the funny thing. Uh, I've been spending a lot of time lately as I've been playing WoW, watching Critical Role. Uh, which mm -hmm. is a bunch of voice actors who play D and D. Oh yeah. Um, and one of the guys who is on that uh, is the voice of Illidan. No way. Nice. And, uh, the DM is the voice of McCree in Overwatch, or formerly oh, yeah. McCree in Overwatch. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the another one is the voice of Jaina Proudmore. Oh yeah. Interesting. Um, I don't know if there's any others that voice characters for Blizzard. Probably like minor characters at least, but. Yeah. Yeah, uh, all of them ha have been at BlizzCon several times and uh, are well uh, well beloved by the community, let's put it that way. Yeah. Um, well, for some background, I also main Demon Hunter from when I started playing in Legion up until, 
I think towards the end of BFA is when I finally swapped off and I am now most likely going back to Demon Hunter. So I like the Demon Hunter as a DPS. Um so I really liked it at first. It got real boring. It sounds like it's getting to be a lot more fun. Um we'll have to see. I also really stopped liking it when the momentum build became a thing because fitting your DPS into like a 10 second window every 15 seconds is just See, here's Trash. the thing. Like, everybody says X class is boring, or it's 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 too routine. It's too many. I yeah. don't want. I I want to kill stuff. Get on to doing the next thing. I don't want to. Yeah. I don't feel the need to have it, a it, super it, exciting it, edge of my seat fight every time yeah. I attack a mob. You know. I like, think it 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 depends on. I feel like there's there's lines to be drawn. Demon Hunter, for example. You wait for two buttons to be off cooldown. When they are, you hit them. And otherwise, you hit your filler until you have enough things to hit the other one. Then you hit it. And then you go back to your filler. So, like, you're literally you're hitting I-Beam. And as long as Blade Dance isn't tuned terribly, you hit Blade Dance and I-Beam on cooldown. Meta on cooldown. And then you just alternate between Demon Bite and Chaos Strike. Like, that's See, the I, I almost never use Metamorphosis. I almost never use it. In your yeah, and in in world content, you wouldn't necessarily need to. Yeah, but and that's where our, our, our viewpoints are different. Yours is a yeah. raid, raid yeah. viewpoint. Mine is a Which, I'm in the world killing crap. Yeah, don't get me wrong. There are times where that is very nice. I played Demon Hunter the first patch where I would consider it extremely boring, and it wasn't terrible because it lets you focus on everything else so much. When you've yeah. got a super easy rotation like that, it's pretty hard to screw it up. Yeah. So it's got its benefits, but at the same time, once you get into the fact of, okay, I know these fights quite well, you got nothing left to do besides sit there and face bash your keyboard. And I'm fine with that. Just, that's not much fun. <laughs> I, I'm fine with that because generally if I'm doing content, it's group content. I'm just waiting for the point where I'm kissing the floor. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. Uh, but that's just how I play. Your, so. bubble, your bubble only lasts so long. Sorry. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. So this will be a very short appearance of uh, Van here on the show. Uh, okay. Just just bubble hearth. That's all you got to do. Uh -huh. Okay. <laughs> we're, we're gonna we're gonna move on to talking about phase two of the uh, thing uh, before we run out of too much time in the show because it's already been almost an hour that we've been talking. Well, we should um, talk about quick about Twitch drops. Yes. Thank that you. comes with tomorrow as well. Uh, does it come out tomorrow? I thought I, Twitch I drops thought it was, started. Thought it was no, no, Twitch drops started on the fifteenth. Ah, uh, okay. Never mind then, on to phase two. All right, so on to phase two. <laughs> so, uh, as I mentioned, the reason I've been playing my, my alts is because of the Winds of Wisdom buff, which is double your XP. Um, that is ending when the direct here come into the game. So a lot of people thought that was ending tomorrow. I have not received confirmation, but reading the comment about the buff being there, is that it is there until the Drakthir are in the game. Drakthir are not coming until November 15th. So, I believe that my alts, doing the content we get tomorrow, any, any pre-patch content we get tomorrow, if we get any, um, which I don't know if we do get any until the 15th, um, but all of my alts still get access to that buff for the next two weeks, I think it is. Yeah. Two, two and a half weeks, three weeks, whatever it is. So, uh, I, I still get access to that buff, 
And I, I, I that's why I think I can get my characters that are not yet 50 or not yet 60, at least some of them up to 60. Um, because on November 15th, phase two hits, and we get the Drakthir Evoker uh, class available. Uh, players who have the expansion pre, like pre purchased, uh, get access to the Drakthir Evoker. You, you get access to the Forbidden Reach, which is the, um, the starting zone for the hero class. And, um, and they sort of 58, I believe, correct? Same as, uh, I believe so, but I don't, they, yeah. they might leave that zone at 58. I don't know. Uh, uh, I, I was under the assumption that based on it being a hero class, same as uh, DH and DKs, where they started 58. But I can't speak for sure. Well, uh, I can load up the beta here. Oh, no, I can't because it wants me to update. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, sorry, before we move on to this, I did, there's one other thing I want to mention uh, for tomorrow. Uh, actually, a few other things I didn't forget to mention. Uh, the account character cap is now 60 characters. Um, this is to account for the new hero class as well as the new race class combinations. Because I don't know if you know this, Van, but there are people up there who have one of every race class combination. Interesting. I feel those people that... are insane. They also probably uh, use you... the default UI. Just gonna say. That's fair. That's fair. Um, so, okay, I just got confirmation that you started 58 in their campaign. Perfect. Uh, so yeah, uh, that is coming tomorrow as well. Dragonflight leg Dragonflight Legacies is coming. It's a series of animated shorts. Premieres tomorrow. Um did you do you remember the um Warbringer series for the last couple expansions? No, I've never uh never watched any of them. Okay. Well they're they are really good. Uh and they will also be launching tomorrow. Um the Cinematics team at Blizzard, top shelf. They always hit them out of the park. I don't always like the art style of the Warbringer stuff. But they will be awesome. I, they did a bit of a preview of it, um, and it's it's really interesting. Definitely a lot of fun to watch if you if you if you want to before tomorrow. Uh, but the full thing is launching tomorrow, or at least the first one probably. Um, and check that out when it launches tomorrow. It will be, I'm sure, a lot of fun. Um, Seems like a good way to get some background on lore that you might not want to just go and read. Yeah. Um, it's 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 believed from some stuff that was seen on the beta um, that one will have to do with um, Galakrond, uh, one will have to do with the fall of Neltharion, and maybe the other one's Malakos. I'm not sure, um, but it's basically history of the dragon flights. Um, probably yeah. something some some stuff to do with the evokers and the Drakthir. Um cool. Just giving us a, a better view and understanding of what to expect when it comes to uh, the lore of this so we can go in knowing something in a fun way. Right, yeah. Um, so I'm very excited for that. That launches tomorrow as well. Uh, Where can those be found? Uh, just the World of Warcraft website. Probably the uh, World of Warcraft Twitter account will probably also have them. Yeah. Uh, or uh, YouTube account, sorry. Uh, and the Warcraft Twitter account will no don't tweet them out when they are live. Um, and uh, if... If I see them during the day while I'm working tomorrow, I will absolutely be sure to uh, retweet those on my on the ATA account and my own Metrics account uh, to let people know that they're there. Um, so yeah, I really forward to I'm assuming since you are a tank, the Evoker does not do much for you, right? I'm very disappointed to say it does not. Um, 
I find the other two last I heard, the healing was very interesting that it almost seemed to bring a little bit of everything, some hots, um, some direct heals, some AoE heals. Like find that kind of an interesting aspect of it. Mm-hmm. But from what I hear is that it'll be a, a decent consistent class because of that, but it'll never be a great one, right? Because other ones always alternate which one's super good for a fight or certain content because you know the the healing toolkit really aligns well with the damage coming in yeah um where i feel like trying to make a yeah you get a little bit of everything that just doesn't quite work with the way the game seems to be being played because you're you've got a little bit of everything but you'll never be great at anything and, and that'll be the tweaking that they'll do as they always yeah. do with every class yeah. Uh, every hero class has had to had to have some yes. some tweaks, some adjustments. Yep. You know, this power gets a little stronger. This power gets a little Come weaker. On. Come on, demon hunters were definitely not broken <laughs> when they came out. Come I on. totally, I did not, absolutely no, did no, not no. go through and no, demolish no. everything that I could uh, no. for the first month or two of my demon hunter. I, I did not almost switch to my demon hunter uh, exclusively when it launched, um, as I enjoyed playing it so much more than anything else. I mean, that never happened. No. Never. They were just slightly <laughs> okay. I guess. They were. They were slightly <laughs> overpowered a little bit. I'll, I'll admit they they were a little bit stronger than they probably should have been. Yep. But they were so well, much also, fun. They yes. Um, but yeah, as for the DPS, I've heard that it's fairly lackluster. So I'm not. I can't speak to that. I really wish they could tank. I mean, come on, you got a dragon. Why can't it tank? Here's like, the thing what? that I thought you would what? actually like about the Evoker. They fly. Just like your demon hunter does. I do appreciate that, but it can't be a tank. I'll make one. Don't get me wrong. I will make one <laughs> and I will play it because I've got one of every class at or very near max level. There are a few that I just I started. So, I got them to max at one point. I started playing them, and I'm just not a big fan of them. What's so your I left them at level name, if I can ask? Uh, Van Righteous. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that um, works. Priest. What's see. the priest name? Uh, let me pull it up. I'm curious. I'm very curious about the priest because if you took Van Righteous for a paladin, very curious. Van Light. I don't know. Just, just read, uh, logging into Raider IO. So I've got my my monk's name is Van Chi. Okay. My druid's name is Vanakin. Boomkin. 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 Vanakin. Yeah. Uh, I've got Vanderdor, first character, so I hadn't quite gone with the theme. That's um, your so warrior I, I or rogue. Uh, that's my demon hunter is demon Van Rydor. Right. right. Yeah. Sorry. Um, my shaman is Van Link. Clearly. Uh, I don't my get hunter. That joke, but okay. Van Link. They've got Spirit Link. Oh, okay. Uh, my hunter is Van Aim. No, of course. D- yeah. My DK is Van Dedor. Van Dedor. Dead. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Van Righteous. My warriors Van Prot. My warlock is Vancubus. My mage is Van the White. Come on, Gandalf. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And then my priest is Shadow Van. Okay, so not the, not, a, not a not a healing Van, not not. Um, a, 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 a no. Shadow. When I started it, I was going with Shadow. I funny enough, I don't think I've played Shadow a whole hell of a lot. I think I did try it for a little bit, uh, but it was mostly Holy when I did end up. Uh, when I did play it, play it. Fair enough. But do, do, do you do you do you want to guess at my uh, my my 
save name for my deck here? I've heard of everyone doing this, and I haven't done it yet, but I haven't actually tried to think you of should. one. So you should. Definitely I, I really I should. Uh, but yeah, what 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 is your okay. plan name? So I'll tell you the name that it, it would be if we had apostrophes that we could put into okay. names. Yep. Med, apostrophe, Drac. That's fair. Unfortunately, you can't have apostrophe, so it's just Medrac. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be nice to get some sort of punctu punctuation for names. Unfortunately, um, people would abuse it, so they they've they've yeah. never allowed that. Yeah. Um. And yeah. and I totally understand. Like my priest name would be Shah Apostrophe Cure, because Shah is shadow in Drenai, yeah. and Kur is the name of a of the uh, Nauru that he worshipped. Oh yeah. Um. Is the the Kur was the uh the Nauru on the ship that brought the Drenai to uh to Draenor and mm. that's the Ashigun that crashed, that crashed in Draenor uh, that was in the middle of that field that had all the cleft of yeah. credit yeah. so that was that was the 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 Naru that he worshipped as as his as his being of power right I had I, I, I'm in a role play server I got stories for all of my characters yeah that's fair yeah I just try to go with uh, kind of a class fantasy um but I gotta, I gotta have Van in there somewhere. I, I haven't tried to come up with one for my Demon Hunter just because that was the first one I ever came up with, and that's kind of yeah. the name that I stuck with. Unfortunately, for some odd reason, I cannot get my name without a um, alt code on hmm. high pop servers. Yeah. Surprisingly, so that that's rather unfortunate. But yeah, I, there's servers that I can't get Medros on. This is me yep. off. Yep. Uh, all right. Uh, so... Also worth mentioning is the yep. Twitch drops though that come out on the. 15th yes so, so there will be twitch drops that come out uh at three different points so there'll be a twitch drop that comes out starting on the 15th uh there'll be a twitch another twitch drop that comes out on november 28th and there'll be another one that comes out on december 13th once the raids open uh don't know what they're gonna be uh at this point don't know which twitch streamers will have them uh but if it's a Let's just see if, if it's somebody that has at least a thousand subscribers and probably five thousand followers, they'll probably have a pretty decent chance. Um, I'm gonna guess that they're probably gonna be like pets, mounts, cosmetic items. Um, I assume we'll have more information in a week or two um, once they have gotten past the initial launch uh, of right. of the expand of the pre patch. The important thing of note is that it's not going to be tied to player power in any way, shape, or form, right. which is very important. Player power, or, or board power is going to be dead. Player power as Twitch yeah. drops is not something that would be very popular. Uh, exactly. Because much like then the I'm... shop, they don't want you to be able to buy yeah. your way into yeah. being powerful. Well, that, that and they're trying to get away from your life revolving around the game and at that point okay so i get off my i get off the game and now i feel like i gotta carry my damn phone around everywhere watching somebody on twitch so i can like eh, yeah bad um but i i assume it'll be uh very doable to get those twitch drops watching one streamer for an entire yeah. stream or for a couple hours um i've never gotten a twitch drop so i don't know how they work but i don't think blizzard's gonna make it hard to do yeah i agree um Curious, does that 
Do you think that only applies to live streams, or can I go and watch somebody's recording from earlier that I missed? I think you have to be watching live to get a Twitch trap, usually. Yeah, that's what I would have thought. Um, at least that's what it's felt like when I... Like, I think I tried to watch some stuff for a Fall Guys or an Among Us uh, Twitch drop, and I think I had to, like, be there live, active, um, so you can't be, like, alt-tabbed. Like, oh. it, it has to be your active window on your screen. Right. Um, but you can, like have it as the active window, um, have the volume barely up, so you're shown as active and shown as listening, but right. watching something else, that, like the audio and video from your second monitor or second another part of your monitor to like right. be what you're actually but paying you, attention to. You can't even have that open and playing WoW at the same time type deal. No. Uh, I guess you could have it on your phone, but you couldn't necessarily have it on, yeah. I don't know how that would work, to be honest. Um, yeah. I'm sure that WoW, like the, the Warcraft people, folks, will probably clarify on how that works, what you yeah. need to do to get that, what what are the requirements yeah. are, and so on. Um, but yeah, it it'll be pretty cool to see what those are, and uh, I will probably watch some WoW Twitch, which I have not watched in a very long time. Yep. So um, here's a question: Do you think there's too much coming out on the twenty or on the fifteenth, and not enough on the twenty fifth, or do you think it's fairly well balanced? Or well, you have two weeks from. Phase two launching to phase to Dragonflight launching. Um, yeah, but you have three weeks from tomorrow to the fifteenth. When yes. uh, right. I think that they the the thinking that they probably had, which I don't know, this is official. Like this is not something I've been told. Uh, I'm thinking that with so much changing, they want to give people a chance to get used to the UI, the yeah. talents, make sure everybody is in a solid place before they actually have to start going at content with the new dungeon revamp and the uh, in-game event happening on the 15th. So uh, they want to give some time to make sure everybody's good, they're comfortable, they're feeling okay, and then boom, we're into uh, we're into Drakthir and yeah. um, the Uldamon dungeon that's coming, the Leg Leg Legacy of Tyr, uh, and then also the in-game event Primal Storms. Um, so they, they want to give us time with the new stuff uh, right. So that we're not adjusting to the new stuff and doing content and uh, trying to get this cool stuff in the dungeon and the new event uh, yeah. and feeling like, okay, I don't know my class, I don't know how to get what I want, and I have to rush to get all the stuff done in two weeks. See, um, and I feel the opposite. I feel like just because all the in my all I think is really that is really coming tomorrow that is of importance is talent trees. That's Essentially, it. Um, people's UIs are be screwed, man. Comes. Like, you that, think so? Oh yes. Like, with, in with my experience, in my experience, even like just add-ons themselves, like some add-on developers won't have their add-ons updated. Um, right. People who use a lot of add-ons will be like, okay, so what still works and what doesn't? Like, but the where main am I going ones, here? the main ones typically get fixed within a week. I they can. Like, I, um, I don't know, I find, I find typically your pre-patches a couple weeks, right? Like, of meaningful changes. And I just feel like they're, I feel like maybe they're spreading this out too thin. Like, I'm, I, my situation right now, so I, I resubbed earlier this month. Hmm. So I've got probably two weeks now, maybe three, to decide whether I continue my sub or I cancel it until the 28th of November. 
Yeah. I am leaning towards canceling it because there's okay. not enough until at least the 15th when I wish they, some more stuff comes. I wish they had the opportunity or the option to pause your current remaining sub time. Yes. Because there's people yeah. who will who would take, you know, and tomorrow until until Halloween, get their UI right, get their talents right, and then they would want to just pause yeah. for two weeks. Yeah. No, I exactly. Not use any game time. Like, you still have the amount of game time they have. Pause. They can't log in. They can't play. It's like they don't have a subscription. It's just paused. But they can reactivate it on the Exactly. I, I agree 100%. That's something I would love, absolutely love yeah. for them to do. Like, and that's exactly it. Like, I'm very excited to see the talent tree changes, but yeah. that's going to that's gonna entertain me for a few days. And yeah. then I'm going to have nothing to do until the 15th. And then that'll be a little bit more because now you've got, you know, the actual pre-patch event. You've got places to go, things to kill, things to do that are new. Yeah. So that that'll be good, and that that might be enough to get you two weeks until the launch. Yeah, yeah. But I just feel like this next three weeks, there's just not quite enough. I do get what you're saying with the add-on changes, but I feel like even on launch, they're gonna have to redo it all over again. Add-ons are still gonna break on the launch. No, uh, add-ons. Nothing changes in the game from the 25th of October when the servers come back up, and the 28th. Nothing changes. Every, oh really? So they've got full changes in. Any, they just... I mean, unless they do some patches or, or fixes yeah, and stuff yeah. that break I, stuff, which okay. they shouldn't. Like so, with the pre-patch, they've got the build in, and they're just yeah. doing updates to tuning and the code is there. Like, you no yeah. longer need to install the expansion on oh, launch day. Okay. Uh, your pre-patch gives you everything for that. Okay, so so then yeah, okay, so then I guess I can see that, but I still feel like maybe launching tomorrow this stuff and then on the 8th the rest I don't know Who well knows? I mean you also have to remember like there's also new class, race class combinations so people might True. want to level and that's, their torn yeah. rogue or their or whatever I, I don't yeah, know I don't okay. know what the other two couldn't be before so yeah. I just know torn yeah, that, rogue that's, <laughs> that's a good point too that, that maybe you want to do that and then you got a few weeks to do that and then you got two weeks to do your drag theater which I find kind of surprising you got two weeks to level two levels, <laughs> like. <laughs> um, but, but I mean, there's also the dungeon, and there's also the yeah, event. Um, exactly. And for the alt, the people with altitis out there who have 15 yep. alts, um, yep. getting them all through the primal storm event and getting them ready and in place for, uh, for the expansion launching. I mean, that takes time. And that and that's why I'm wondering, like, could they have moved up the stuff on the 15th? Could they move that up to the eighth? You get two weeks to do your UI stuff, get used to the talents, and then oh. you've got three weeks until the expansion to do your Drac theory, your new classes, all of that stuff, as well as the remainder of these two weeks. Okay. So, um, here's my advice when, when, when you're trying to think of this. Don't think of the pre-patch date as being static. Uh, unmovable, unchangeable. Look at your launch date as unchangeable. Okay? Right. So, November 28th is launch date, period. No, and, and that's exactly what I'm saying. No, let me explain a little here. So, if you look at that as unchangeable, two weeks before that, they have Drakthir. Okay? Yeah. If you wanted to do a two-week phase one, 
what day are your staff going to be working hard? Yeah, okay, true. What? How, how happy are your staff going to be that you have them there until 11 o'clock at night on Halloween? But then move the other one. So then you've got your phase one tomorrow and your phase two on the 8th. And um, then you still got your launch on the 29th. But then, then you have the same question of, do you need three weeks to level your draft here? Well, no, but that's, but that's what I'm saying. You'd have that, that three weeks as well as the remainder of the other two to do your draft theory, your all new classes, get used to talents. I mean, it it it's you can have an argument one way or the other, and these are the dates they picked, and I'm sure there are reasons for that. Perhaps it's even the, not necessarily the tuning, but the way they want to approach the hot fixes and stuff that they need to make. Yeah, I, I think they are giving the themselves best. three weeks to do hot fixes, Give people a chance on, to get used to yeah. new stuff. Um, and and talents, I, might, talents might need a whole bunch, right? They might. Um, no matter if there's anything that I have learned in now 18 years playing this game. And yes, I feel very old because <laughs> I remember how old you were 18 years ago. <laughs> uh, but, you know, when I think about uh, all the times that I've experienced in this game, they know pretty well kind of what people need to adjust to different changes. And they are right. very well experienced in no matter how open you are with your testing phase, there is going to be stuff that will be missed. There's going to be Absolutely. stuff that people can't do properly. Yeah. And you're going to have to have to do some things. You have to, you have to be fluid in, in some things here and there. Yeah, and I think that might I think that might be the one mistake I the biggest mistake I see with this whole pre patch situation is that tomorrow conduits, legendaries, and covenants do not also go away. That yeah. tuning for the next three weeks impossible. Yeah, um, they will do what they can uh, the to test yeah. where they can. Um, yeah. and they give themselves another two weeks to like it's not only on the players like this is them slowly ramping up. This is the players yeah. slowly ramping up. So. Yeah. You know, yeah, people won't feel like for the next three weeks they need to log in every day. And that's no, exactly. not a bad yeah. thing. Yeah, like, they'll let you get some, back into it slowly. Yeah, right? like I, I don't know many guilds that are still raiding. Uh, no, I don't know many yeah. people who are logging in every single day to play WoW. Um, yeah. There are Which, 15, I, they, they might start logging in, you know, every day yeah. or two. Uh, but for now, you know, log in tomorrow or over the weekend or over the week. Uh, you know, figure out your your the UI you want for each character. Figure out the talents you want. Find the right guides because every site that's got guides will have have guides out already for this yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, and you know, get yourself when you have time over this uh, spooky season to get yourself in a place so that when November fifteenth hits, you have what you need and you're good to go. Yeah. Um, you can jump into that dungeon. Uh, learn all the new lore in there. You can do the Primal Storms event. Um, get some pretty new, you know, upgrades if you're not a, a high high end raider, and uh, you know, get your Drakthir ready to return to the Dra Dragon Isles again. I guess. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm ex I'm excited for for this phased approach. Uh, I'm excited to see how it goes, and I'm excited to see. Um, how the player base reacts to it because that's yeah. pretty much the big thing like how the player base reacts is the key thing for blizzard 
and they, this say, needs this to is, go well for them. Yeah, and this is the first two-phase approach I think I've seen. Yeah, but it's also I think possibly the largest change between expansions that I've seen. Yeah, and, and I gotta tell you, I am very excited for the direct you're launching. I have, I've gone in, I've perfected the look I want on the beta. I've screenshotted all of the pages of options. Oh, there's there lots of options. There's five yeah. pages of options, and that's just the the, uh, yeah. the dragon form. And there's another four pages for the the humanoid form. Uh, and are you I, ever in the humanoid form? Come on. Um, when I was back in town, I would I, I would change back to dra- to humanoid form. Oh. Um, I I I really like the look of it. Um, and I love that there's so many options. Like, you've made every other character. It's what. 10 options for Kulturas, I think was the, the highest we ever had for any character. Yeah, there's This not. is 30, 40 I mean, options? They're starting to add more. Um, for example, yeah. I made a warrior, I think it was a Torin, and there was actually a significant amount. Demon Hunters too, because you get your fell stuff. Druids, you get to pick your cat form. But I agree, I think this one, for the forms that it has, it's... And they, they, they've added also to other classes, right? It seems like they are understanding, like, a really nice and simple quality of life improvement is let us customize our characters more. Like, the number of people who want to make a chunky human. Yeah. Before, uh, before Battle for Azeroth is hundreds, if not thousands, if not millions. Like, yeah. people, people have wanted size options yeah. for a long time. Now, I agree. Jack here, you can choose thin or big, whichever you want. Okay, mine's, the, mine's the opposite at this point because I want a tank who's tiny, but not like a dwarf. Because I mean, like imagine having like some super scrawny human tank or something. Like it's pretty good. I mean, that character. If I was a raid boss, that thing call, talking trash to me. Yeah, I'd be killing to kick its butt. Right. I mean. It, it just adds more immersion, right? It all comes back to that. Like, yeah. it just lets you create it how you want, and you can make jokes about it. You can do kind of whatever you want. Yeah. Big change is coming, that's for sure. Absolutely. Uh, I think that's about all that I want to talk about tonight. Uh, yeah. Anything you want to talk about? No, I think we can... I got some more uh, of the big changes that come with the pre-patch, but that's not all till the... Uh, 28th, so I think maybe... Yeah, we'll probably do another show, that. probably uh, I think maybe the 7th. Uh, sure. So we have a week before uh, Phase 2 starts, and we can see how things are going in uh, Phase 1. Sounds good to me. Have you ever seen that gif of Oprah saying you get a car, and you get a car, and you get a car? Yeah. That's, this is this, that's, that is this. Talent. talent trees. Yep. Uh, professions yep. get talents. Dragon Ready gets talents. Everything gets a talent tree. Yep. How do you feel about talents there, Ben? How do you feel? Do you like talents? Because you're going to get lots of talents. You're going to be talented the, by the end of this expansion. I don't know if I would consider dragon riding a talent tree because it's more like a renowned style progression. So and I'm pretty okay with that. And, and I that, honestly, yeah. But uh, that's nothing like every, uh, every uh, reputation in this expansion gets a renowned like yeah. progression. Uh, that's super it's interesting. Very interesting, and I'm curious how it works out. Based on my understanding, I 
or from my little bit on the beta, I'm, I just don't understand what the change really ends up being. Maybe I gotta like get max and actually start grinding reps and see how it changes. I'm just not quite understanding what the actual change is. There's more rewards and stuff, but it feels like it's the exact same thing. There's just more levels and meaningless rewards. They're not necessarily meaningless, but cosmetic rewards and pets and stuff. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know, know, but yeah, like between talent trees for professions and yeah. renown for reputation, uh, it's just, it's like it's they lot. decided take some stuff that was really interesting how they designed it in in uh shadowlands the renowned system yeah i just applied it everywhere to a few different things there and then well yeah. if we bring talent trees back we should just bring them back in everything right. let's just go let's just toss them out to every little thing uh, everything's got if you want to go fishing you got we gotta you have talent tree and cooking you get a talent tree and i'm and, terrified for that like professions I hope they did a good job, and I've heard that they're better, but, like, I feel like you're playing with fire, that this could just be a dumpster fire, because you're making them too complicated now, whereas before they were too simple. Yeah, they, they need to make it easy. They need to make it less less complicated than they could, uh, and they need to make everything but your profession, or your, uh, your class and, and spec stuff, uh, really easy to get yeah. and, and improve. Um People will, like, people were already checked out of professions unless it had something they really needed um, exactly. for several expansions now. Yeah. If if you give them uh, more complicated professions without um, some simplification to make it easy to use and easy to progress through, um, they're just not going to do it. So I'm curious if the change, what the changes end up being. So as long as I can remember playing for the content that I play. Every main I have ever had, regardless of class, regardless of role, regardless of armor type, has been uh, alchemy and engineering. Alchemy for the double time on flasks, and engineering for the battle res. Okay. Will this change that where there's actually more of a benefit to go with another one? Or am I now going, because I've heard that, and again, this is going slightly down a rabbit hole, but you can make a lot of money with them. Do I want to put that on my main, and is that going to be worth losing half my flask time? Yeah. With flask changes, is it even still worth going alchemy? I think engineering will always be this, because battle res on a non-battle res class is just yeah super nice. But we can also talk about that later. When, uh, yeah, we can talk about that in the next episode. Uh, I just wanted yeah. to check about, talk about that a little bit, uh, yes. because the, the, the Talapocalypse is going to be real. And it's going to be yeah. real fun. And it affects everything. Just yes. Everywhere. Like, yep. <laughs> everywhere. And, and this will be... I I will say, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they kind of phase out that uh, by the point, the point yeah. 0.2 patch of the expansion if it's, yeah. uh, if it's turning out to be not popular. It might just be too much. And I mean, by that point, it might start... If, I'm worried that it'll be good, but too much at once, so then it won't get the reaction it deserves, so they'll pull it out, and it doesn't really get traction that it should get just because they overloaded us. Yeah. Well, they're, they're, thankfully, they're not overloading us right away. Like, we're doing our, yeah. our class and our spec yeah. talents first. We got a month, and then we're doing professions and all the other stuff. So. Right. Um, yeah. yeah. So we'll see.
Yeah, for we sure. got time. Indeed. All right. Uh, so that will be about it. Uh, if you like to reach us by voicemail, our phone number is still one seven eight five ATA WOW five. That's one seven eight five two eight two nine six nine five. You can send us emails at show at allthingsasrealth.com. If we do here, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash allthingsas. Join our new Battle.net group at bit.ly slash bnetata. That's capital B, small n-e-t, and capital A-T-N-A. And of course, uh, do check out our Twitter at twitter.com slash allthingsas for the show at Medros Myself. And do you have a Twitter, Ben? I do not. You should get on that. It's good. Uh, Also, check out our network at Dawnforge on Twitter as well. Um, and of course, please also check out uh, the other show on the network is Group Quest. Uh, they record every week, and it's a lot of fun. Definitely check them out. Um, uh, any, any, again, any final words from you before we end the show here? Blizzard has found a talent for making talents. Well said. And on that note, we'll be back next time. In the meantime, take care, happy hunting, and we'll see you on the other side of the pre-patch, of course. <laughs>